This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit mortarboxmedia.com. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey. So you don't have to, but you probably should. On today's episode, we're going to be drinking some of my favorite juice in the world. It's Redbreast 12-Year Cast Strength, and uh, it's going to be amazing. But before we get to that, let's get down to just a little bit of business. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please hit the subscribe button. While you're there, you can leave a rating and a review for us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts app or wherever you get this uh, show. Uh, we would appreciate that so much. Helps us a ton. If you want to play a bigger part in the show, you can head to patreon.com slash chillfiltered. That's the business. Here's the podcast. With me, as always, is my dear friend Cole Seabald out in Arizona. Pahonics, as he likes to say. Cole, how are you? I'm doing great. It's a fun week. Yeah, just uh, uh, working. Um, it was a good week of work. You know, like the week went by quickly, which, you know, I like my job, but it's nice when the weekend comes pretty fast. Um, and then, yeah, had a fun week uh, with chill filtered stuff. Uh, we put out our um, first edition of uh, Cocktails with Cole, a chill filtered video series. So that was kind of fun. And, That's right. Uh, and can you can you tell people where they can find those? Yeah, you can find that at YouTube.com. No, uh, YouTube, we have a channel. It's just Chill Filtered. And uh, yeah, check us out. We, uh, we're starting to do that uh, likely every week. Uh, there might be one or two that a week is off, but it's pretty much pretty... Um, regular yeah, we don't weekly we, we don't want to necessarily like commit to weekly things yeah sometimes we drop the ball but we're gonna try to be pretty regular with that and exactly uh, i'm you know i'm you're doing that the 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 cocktails with cole on the chill filtered youtube channel um and i do the thirsty thursdays with adam uh that get uploaded to the patreon so if if viewers or, or listeners want to hear everything that we do see everything that we do they can go to patreon.com slash chill filtered and for as little as one dollar a month you get access to all of the videos and all of the content that we put out so but yeah i really enjoyed your video cole oh thanks man yeah i uh had a fun time and uh you did some fantastic editing on that um i was impressed so i mean i really i didn't do that much i just added some jump cuts and some zoom it was it made it a quality video to be honest so yeah i think it, it was definitely a good team. it definitely ma- it definitely made it snappier i'll say that yeah for sure and i liked it i liked when it was uh zoomed in here and there and stuff like that i i used to edit videos back in like my college days but i am right far behind that software that i used to own so yeah but yeah but otherwise um yeah, I have a fun day today. It is we're recording on a Saturday, and I have just a few fun things going on. I gotta check out. Um, there's a Greyhound event that I'm gonna go to, and I'm that guy that shows up to the Greyhound event without a Greyhound. But one day I will Wait. have a Greyhound. Oh, that's right. You want a Greyhound? I, I keep, yeah. I thought you were talking about buses. I was like, what? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really big into disgusting the buses that go long journeys. I have no. a uh, I have a, a giant vehicle fetish, and I just yeah. love greyhounds. <laughs> exactly. No, the dogs, of course. And then uh, we're doing uh, we're just getting with some friends tonight, and just uh, having a little picnic, which should be fun. But that's kind of yeah, where so we're, I'm at right we're, now. Dr- we're drinking early today. Mm-hmm. You especially. What is it? Nine nine forty five? Where you no, are? It is eight forty five. Where we are. Oh, I aren't you? Aren't you? So some parts of the year, are you an hour behind? That's correct. We're on our own time zone right. in Arizona. So at this point, right. we are technically on Pacific time match with Pacific time. Technically, we're our own time zone. But then during the yeah, because uh, you guys winter, don't do uh, mm-hmm. right. You guys don't do daylight savings time. That's correct. Yeah, which is I'm yeah. actually becoming more of a fan of. No, I th- I think it's everybody should do that. It's it's pointless. Yeah, so. especially these days. Um, but, uh, well, how you doing? Cole, I have, I have, I, I'm doing well. I have news for you. Um, I, so I've had a good week too, a good chill filtered week. Um, you know, we have, we have our 
is this episode 51? 51. So next episode is 52? That's correct. Wow, so that's the the year celebration episode. And so we've got some fun stuff planned. And kind of leading up to that episode, Cole and I have been, uh, we, we decided to each choose 10 episodes of the show uh, from the past year and just listen to random, pick them at random and listen to them. So I, I burned through my 10 episodes this week. And... Uh, when I started, I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate this show by the end of it, and like uh-huh. hate listening to my own voice or whatever." Uh, I was delightfully surprised to to find that I enjoyed everything. That's great. Um, and I I kind of took some notes as I was listening so that we have some stuff to talk about next week. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna make a big reveal next week on the show as well. Um, Ooh. Uh, so I, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, it's a big reveal. It's not necessarily a great thing. It's not a happy thing, but it is a thing. Um, and uh, but yeah, I had fun doing that. And uh, just so you know, Cole, I am um, you know I've talked about on the show before that I've started uh, streaming on Twitch. Yeah. So I uh, we're actually live on Twitch right now Ooh. Uh, because uh, when I when I stream, I always have the links up to both the Story Slam podcast and the chill filtered podcast mm-hmm. and i thought well as long as i got those links up i might as well uh stream and so we're on twitch world so yeah hey twitch uh, world doing yes good job cole saying hello to the twitchers <laughs> um and then i i've kind of revamped the studio here um you'll have to you'll have to go to twitch uh at some point after this cole because you can watch the video later uh things look a little different and uh, I have actually converted the studio to be more focused on streaming because I don't often anymore have um, people in here to record pod podcasts. So I don't need all the microphones and to utilize all the desk for podcasting. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, it's it's gotten pretty cool looking in here. If I don't, if I do say so myself, but yeah, That's no cool. life is good and uh, things are on the upswing. Oh, by the way. Huge news in the Rosted household. I can Ooh. I can break this news right now. Um, so Ashley and I both work for the state of Wisconsin, yeah. and uh, she she has very much not enjoyed her job for quite some time. And uh, it, an opportunity came up to tra- transfer, and several people applied for it. And she uh, interviewed for that transfer yesterday and got it. So that's pretty exciting. Oh, that's cool. Same like building and all that. Same building, same floor, Ooh. and she's now my my cubicle neighbor. We're, oh, she, that's we're in crazy. the same section now. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. So that's awesome. She uh, she officially doesn't know, but she secretly knows because my boss is the one who is offering her the position, and she texted me last night and was like, "Hey, just so you know, Ashley's good. Like she's getting this." Oh, that's great mm-hmm so yeah i'm yeah. i'm pretty stoked on that and she's really excited so yeah it, it's uh it's a good thing life is good you know oh that's awesome glad to hear things are always coming together absolutely hey uh cole real quick before we take a break why don't you tell us a little bit about what we're drinking today yeah today we are drinking red breast they have a 12-year cast strength and this specific batch of their cast strength is 56.2 percent alcohol by volume so join us and if you got a bottle sip it with us all right uh and also just for people watching or whatever it is a uh it is an irish and uh it is a delightful irish so uh but yeah we uh we're gonna drink that coming up but first just a short little break All right, back from break here on Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. <laughs> uh, so what's been funny, what's funny, Cole, is listening to those uh, 10 episodes is, you know, I started, I, I think I started with the second episode, and it's funny to see my intro grow and, and become what it has solidified into, you know what I mean? Yeah, converge like to I, perfection. Yeah. 
Right. I say, you know, now I say the same thing every time for the most part, but it was interesting to listen to a few early episodes where like pieces of it that are, are still there today are, are in there, but it's still like this weird fluid thing. Like there was one episode where like throughout the entire music intro, we both were just talking to each other and it was like, Oh wow. We would never do that now. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I remember I'm really excited. Go didn't ahead. the uh intro go longer before and uh then we would like kind of it would fade off and we'd start talking um uh, so we the in the lost episodes we had a different song as the intro oh, that's right. so i don't know if that's what you mean or what but um it might have been what i was thinking of. yeah who knows uh but when when we when we started with you know when we when we got this music that that has been the same length the entire time so oh for sure um, never mind well i am very excited about this whiskey cole it is probably uh the first whiskey that i tried uh that like made me go oh wow like i could really get into whiskey in a major way yeah yeah i remember that and it was a good time yeah you 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 helped me get a bottle of it for my in-laws 50th wedding anniversary and then yeah. we, uh, when when we were celebrating out there with them, uh, my father in law John John and I promptly drank half the bottle. <laughs> Dude, that's the story of this bottle, and I'll get into history in, in a second. But the story of this bottle is like surprisingly go through this super fast. Um, I just looked right. at my bottle, and it's a dark green bottle. But I literally have less than a third of this, and I bought it at Easter, which was or not Easter, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Um, wait really yes i had no idea i drank it this fast well the thing is is that's that's totally understandable to me because of how drinkable this is seriously especially especially with an ice cube in it uh it is like a perfect summery drink honestly Mm -hmm. just straight with ice in it yeah and this is my go-to camping uh flask bottle too so um it's a good one so i'll get into the history very much Um, yeah, go ahead, man. To, cool. Um, wanted to talk about a few things with this bottle. First of all, it's owned by Irish Distillers. Uh, we've talked about Irish Distillers with Jameson, and we also talked about Irish Distillers with Yellow Spot. And this is our fourth uh, Irish whiskey we've had on the show. Uh, the first was the Sexton, then Yellow Spot, and then Jameson, and now Redbreast 12 Cast Strength. Um, yeah, Irish Distillers owns three of them in terms of like a big conglomerate. They also own Powers, Paddy, Middleton and like green spot, which is kind of similar to yellow spot in terms of the ownership. Um, this, uh, conglomerate Irish distillers bought red in 1986. And now red is technically made in the same distillery as Jameson. Um, it is a single pot still whiskey. And we've talked about this previously. Um, yellow spot happened to be a single pot still. Um, and then right. Sexton happened to be a single, um, malt Irish whiskey. And then uh, Jameson was a blend of single malt and single grain. Yep, that's right. Or no, 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 single pot still and single grain. But single pot still, to be a single pot still, you have to be made in one distillery. Uh, It needs to be blended mash bill of malted and unmalted barley, no other grain. And it needs to be distilled in a pot still. And that's basically the rules. There's a few like rules of percentages, but I won't get into that today. But yeah, some of the bigger ones you'll see. There's a good mix, and actually, Redbreast is the highest producing uh, Irish whiskey in terms of single pot still. Um, and then there are five variants of Redbreast, but there's actually six um, technically. There's the twelve year standard, uh, and I forget what the proofage is, but I want to say like eighty six or so um, proof. And then there's the twelve year cast strength. And then there's the 15-year, the Lustau, which is a specific uh, sherry cask finish um, one. And they don't have an age statement on that one. And then the 21-year. And they all use sherry casks to age, but some of them also use bourbon barrels to age. Um, so oh, really? you've got a good mix on some of them, but some of them are only sherry casks, including this one we're drinking today. Um there was uh, recently, in the past year, about a year ago actually, there was a 32-year-old uh, release, and it only made it to the, their fan club. 
basically if you go to like redbreast.com or whatever it is they have like the the bird club or something like that and uh and they literally gave out not gave out but they like sold to their inner circle 32 year old red breasts and i would just love to wow. try that and it was called yeah. the dream cask um yeah it looked amazing uh in 2018 jim murray gave the uh, 21 year the runner-up to the world whiskey of the year and i must say myself i've had the 21 year um when we when i was writing the blog um whiskeygoals.com uh my friend trevor got a whole bottle it was 250 dollars, and it was honestly i i rank my top non-bourbons and non-american whiskeys at least easily top two or three um i would put it up there with yamazaki 18 and um it, i mean it's just blow your mind good it's like tropical fruit to the max it is just unreal. And so I understand why Jim Murray gave it such a high rating. I want to say he gave it a 97 or a 98, uh, which is like crazy good. Um, I want to say yeah. 97 because he barely ever breaks 98. Um, yeah, it's the highest producer of single pot still whiskey. And um, so the, this bottle in particular, yeah, it's aged in first fill Oloroso sherry cask, which means like it was sherry and then was never used again until it was used here it's like new but it had only been used for sherry uh previously uh non-chill filtered uh says that on the bottle triple distilled and not all irish whiskey is triple distilled but um good amount is um but usually that'll give it a very crisp um similar to like a pear-like palette um this one's cool because a lot of irish whiskeys will add caramel coloring um but specifically, this one doesn't. It's pretty basic. Uh, they batch a bunch of barrels of you know their twelve year, and then they just right. release it. It's pretty crazy. They don't add anything. They don't. They just put it right in the bottle. Um, and it's typically over fifty five percent alcohol by volume. Um, this one in particular we're drinking today is a fifty six point two percent. Uh, and then I did the research on the price tag, and I was right. It's similar. It's around eighty bucks. Um, Maybe it was the yellow spot we were thinking of. It was the 120. Um, I mean, I am I am positive that I paid over a hundred dollars when I bought really? this bottle. I saw. I might be. Yeah. I mean, it might be like outdated or something. But Total well, Wine had well, it at seventy five. Right. Right. So I should say. Well, we didn't buy it at Total Wine. I should say that uh, I got a discount and ended up paying like eighty five dollars. But. Um, it was priced at the liquor store we bought it at way over 85. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good range. That says something about the product of its, of its right value, I guess. But, uh, but that's what I got. That's a history of red breast, 12 cast strength and other details concerning the distillery and such. But yeah, I'm excited to try it again. Yeah. I try it again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, I uh I love this whiskey and uh like I said it was the first one that I really tried that made me think, all right, I can I can get into this world. So uh you you going to pop that bottle? Oh, nice one. Nice. A good plunker. Yeah, exactly. You got the old uh, splash I have, in there. Right. I have been cheating and uh smelling this as you've been talking so uh i've got a leg up on you as far as notes on the nose go so what do you think so far well this i think i honestly think this is the best smelling whiskey ever it's (laughs) it's so good it's it's for sure like you know we we both really loved the nose on the blanton straight from the barrel and thought that that was just incredible and you know this is just such a different, you know, Irish is so different than, than a bourbon. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just smelling it. it. It's just, I think it beats out even that Blanton's even considering how different of a product it is. It's just so good. And it, I, it, you just get punched in the face right away with chocolate and apples, a little bit of bark smell. Yeah. Um, Bark's a good one. Tiny bit of cinnamon. And honestly, you almost get. I don't know if my nose is messed up, but hold on. I almost get sort of a peaty smell as well. 
I'm not getting that. I'm getting a little cinnamon, but the bark bark's a good one. Definitely pears. Uh, it's crisp. That is like if I were to say, what's the difference between a nose on a Blanton straight from the barrel and a Red Breast Twelve? I would say one is crisp and one is not. They're both amazing. Um, it's yeah, definitely not that. One is like smell. a. It's it's um, you know what it is is one is a sweet and one is a savory. And the Blantons is savory. This uh, Redbreast, this is the sweet. Yeah, if you were to compare them for sure, you're not getting that solid like caramel toffee that you would get in the Blantons one. Um, right. I love it. It's so just, it's clean, like fresh and clean. Yeah, right. That's a really good description there is clean. It, it just smells like, it smells like this can't do any harm to your body. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this will only clean up your insides. <laughs> right. Um, well, I'm going for the sip. Yeah, I, I actually did. You know, normally when you go for a sip, I'll talk about color. Um, but I was actually going to mention that. So this is a cast strength, and typically cast strengths will have a little more color to them. This one's dark, but not that dark. I mean, it's not even as dark as a bourbon. It's more on the yellow side, more on like the light honey as opposed to like a dark uh, honey. But it is, um, that nose is so good. Um, yeah. Oh, man. This is, what do you think? I'll go for a sit while you talk. It has just been too long mm-hmm. since I have had this in my mouth. And, uh, oh, it's just so good. I just, <laughs> it is, oh, hold on. I, I got something in my eye all of a sudden. Jeez. You're good. I'll talk. Um, cause, um yeah. mouthfeel is like honey. It's got a thickness to it that is, yeah, it's like when you put honey or when you like, when honey's in your mouth and it liquefies because of the warmth, that's similar to what this happens. It's just like, has this really nice, like, uh, viscosity to it. Um, but it is so good on that finish, man. Pears. Yeah. Sorry, man. I've got like a piece of glass in my eye or something. Oh yeah. Do your thing. (laughs) I'll keep talking, but that's um, what it feels like. Ooh. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, like the notes I'm getting on the palette here are definitely pears. It has this vanilla like finish to it. It is so For sure. stinking pleasant. Um, I forget how good this is every time I try it. And, uh, yeah, it's got, it's the heat isn't really there. But it is more full-bodied in flavor, and you can tell that's because of the cast strength. But the heat isn't, like, blowing your mind. I mean, what is it? 112.4 proof? Um, mm. Mm. So Man, good. you were spot on with you were spot on with that honey f- mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. The other thing that it kind of reminds me of is, like, a cobbler. Like a, like a peach cobbler. Oh, yeah. Kinda feel and even taste and just the texture and this this is this is such a good whiskey (laughs) such a good whiskey i mean like this is actually i have a few uses for this bottle whenever um um, camping i'll bring this bottle or at least a flask of it which happened a few weeks ago when i went to um the grand canyon secondly i use it when i go to like bachelor party type things like we're you know we're honoring groom guy and usually i'll bring like a bottle but this has kind of been my go-to um and when people are like hey i want to like you know other people i want to do the same thing and they're like what bottle should i bring to you know celebrate with my friend and i'm like red breast 12 cast strength and they do it and they're like that's what you did with me oh yeah yeah because with with my in-laws with with their anniversary i said hey i my you know my uh my father-in-law is irish i mean that's his heritage i guess yeah um and likes to drink irish whiskey what's a really a nice one that i can get him and you're like oh hands down red breast 12 cask and you you uh you totally agreed once you tried it yeah oh yeah and it's um and normally it'll be finished like in the a week or a party's time or a weekend's time it'll just be gone especially with a bunch of dudes at a bachelor party um yeah this one's uh this one's the one for me you know i we my friend group uh, for a long time has had a long-standing tradition of anytime we're getting together to celebrate uh it's you know it's been done at bachelor parties it's been done at weddings yeah or if somebody's leaving if they're moving 
whatever it may be, one of us will, would always bring a bottle of Jameson and we would stand in a circle at the end of the night and pass the bottle around in the circle and whoever was we were celebrating or whoever was leaving or whatever uh, or moving away i should say uh we would have to uh say something good or nice about the person a memory uh-huh. a, a memory and and uh share that and b- you had to do that before you could take a swig and then we would just do that uh sometimes to to completion of the bottle but yeah. sometimes just just once around and whatever but i think next time i'm going to bring a bottle of this you will not go wrong, that's for sure. So I just added, But I don't know um, that we will uh I don't know that we'll actually pass the bottle around. I think we'll just pour some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were like swigging from the bottle. Right. Oh, that's great. I like that. Um yeah, I just added a little water. Um give it a new nose uh smell here. About the same, to be yeah, honest. I, I only added one drop, and I'm getting the same thing, that it's just really kind of the same on the nose. Yeah, I don't think it'll be bad at all. I'm going for the sip now. I think it might be a little bit more chocolatey, at least for me, on it's the nose. It's still fantastic. That's the beauty of this thing. Of course it is. Of course it is. Um, yeah, chocolate shows up more on the, on the finish. Uh, otherwise, it's about the same. Um, but you're right, like a, a very nice, um, subtle milk chocolate on the finish. Yeah, it's I, great. I will say that uh, that mouthfeel really thinned up even with just one drop of water for me. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think of the mouthfeel. I'm uh, adding that but cube, dropping otherwise, that cube. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to drop a cube. Because uh, I will want to drink the whole thing down if I drop a cube. Because then it, that's when it becomes. I think this is the best whiskey I've ever had with an ice cube in it. I think so. Um, because it it just suddenly becomes like this great on a hot day refreshing drink. Oh you yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've never had a whiskey be as refreshing as this one is when you put a cube in it. This is dangerous with a cube. Oh, but the, how do you think we managed to drink half the bottle yeah. in, you know, a few <laughs> exactly. hours? Exactly. All right, I'm going for the sip though. All right. While Cole is sipping, I'm just going to sit here and talk a little bit about nothing. Um, mouthfeel. Go ahead. Mouthfeel returns. Um, definitely honeys up a little bit, but definitely not as much as the neat pour. Completely pleasant. Like when you add water or add ice, you can really potentially ruin that bitterness or like give it a bitterness that can ruin the, the palate or the finish. I think here's right. here's what I think of the finish. Everything's there. Definitely a little more um, spread out in terms of notes. Like nothing's too strong, but it's so pleasant. But in terms of the finish, um, it is not as long lasting as the neat pour. Um, the finish on the mm. neat pour just like lasts for minutes. Um, now, after sipping like a few, you know, maybe thirty seconds ago, it is gone. Um, still good still amazing i love it with ice i think i love the neat pour the most oh i you know i guess i can't i can't say i I, i'll say that i remember loving it with ice the most Uh uh-huh but uh as we all know here on chill filtered land i have stopped adding ice to the whiskey (laughs) yeah I, i should probably really start doing that again huh yeah it's part of the part of the uh experience I know it's just a hassle. Yeah. And plus, I always feel weird like having a bowl of water basically next to all this gear. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have to um, use my own method of crushing the ice too, which involves slamming ice into a little bowl and then hopefully breaking it up. and uh, And then I usually right. leave it in the in the room, like basically the closet that I record in. And my wife gets very mad. Yeah. She's like, "What's that doing there? It's like dripping over everything because it's the condensation and all that." <laughs> but back to the whiskey this no no hold on i'm uh-huh. i'm curious about something cole yeah you you record in a walk-in closet right that's correct yeah and do you have do you just like 
lay on your belly and like on the floor and no. put your legs up in the air? And, had, or yeah, do yeah. you have like a little desk or something? And then, or what? And then put my hands up near my chin and spread out my fingers. Right. Um, right. No. Um, <laughs> I have a cool setup actually. I have a really nice um, foldable uh, table that's like a foot and a half by a foot and a half. And I set that yeah. up and then I have my ottoman from my couch. And I um, sit on that, and it kind of gives me the perfect distance from the mic. Uh, meanwhile, all right. the clothes in the room are a great, uh, what do you call it, like uh, insulator, I guess? De- deadener, kind of, a deadener. Is what you say. Yeah, and then I have a few it's of a those. Sound, sound dampening. Yeah, I have a few of those pads that I put up um, in terms of the sound dampening pads. Um, but it works right. pretty well. Uh, I look around and see baseball gloves and uh, a well, I would, pile. I would love to see... I would love to see uh, on Instagram this week uh, a multiple pictures of that, like in one post. Like, take a take a picture of like your setup. I guess my wife would pass out, but I'll do my best to uh, at least uh, <laughs> not make her feel like she's got a dirty closet. But she doesn't. It's beautiful. Yeah, no, but she would think so. No, yeah, just just take a picture of of your little desk setup. You don't have to show us all the clothes or <laughs> that anything. sounds good. Anyway, back to the whiskey. Yep. So good, good stuff. Um, yeah, you just cannot go wrong. And everyone loves this whiskey. Like I've never met someone who's like, Oh, I can't drink that. It's too strong or it's too this or that. No, it's like, it's perfect for everyone. Yeah. It's real, real good. Yeah. What do you think rating? And if you don't like it, you suck. Um, (laughs) rating wise, um, man, I I really love this whiskey. Um, so I'm going to do something here. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to define something. Uh, I'm going to make a, I don't know. So is this the best whiskey I have ever had? No. But I think this might be the whiskey that I enjoy the most. Okay. And there's, you know, there's a, there's a difference there. Oh, for sure. That's like, so I'm going to do a chill filtered first, Cole. Okay. I'm giving this a 10. No, you can't. Okay. It, I mean, it's, it's I'm trusty. Giving it a, I'm giving it a 10. It's because, you know, part of your rating is, is you try to be impartial when you're given ratings and stuff, but I just think this whiskey is so good and there's so much behind it. Um, as far as like, what, what I mean by that is like, uh, what you said, you know, you this is the whiskey you bring to to gatherings yeah. to celebrate. It's it's that whiskey, and it's like it is a ten on all accounts for me. Yeah, that's that's like me. It's like I've had better um, whiskeys than Eagle Rare Seventeen, but it is still like right. my favorite. You know, uh, so I can yeah. see that. That's awesome. I give so this... that's a that's a chill filtered first. Uh, I don't think we've ever given a ten. No, we haven't. No, for sure. We've gotten to like a nine seven or so, I think. But right. Um, I want to give this on my scale. I give it an exceptional, which is above a love it and below a top ten I've ever had. Um, but I, it's like well on the exceptional list. And then rating wise, I'm gonna break nine. Um, I'll go with a nine point one on on this one. Fantastic. Yeah respectable yeah absolutely so uh yeah that's uh that's the red breast 12 year cask strength uh i don't i'm sure cole mentioned this in the history uh but there is a a 12 year non-cast strength version Mm -hmm. uh i haven't had that um but i and i don't think i'll ever try it because the cast strength is just so much better yeah you don't need Um, to you know cole i about those that that price i think the regular 12 year is about 80 so no, I wonder I, if you, I I checked both um, on total wine. It was a sixty nine dollar. Um, what is it called? Sixty nine dollar regular, and it was a seventy four dollar uh, cast strength. Only five dollar difference. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And then the That's fifteen insane. was at eighty five, which doesn't make sense to me. So it might have been off. Yeah, those prices are wrong, dude. Yeah, total wine. Get your stuff together. Yeah, there's no way in hell that the average liquor store is is charging that for the. For oh, for these. sure. I mean, the average, yeah. Total so, wine is always too low, or maybe underpriced in terms of on their website. It might not even be that in the store. 
Right. Well, also, Total Wine, uh, I think for the most part, is a pretty good judge of prices for for people who are looking to see what the average whiskey costs or whatever what the average cost of a whiskey is. Yeah. But then you have those those flukes where like you know they're this huge box store chain, so yeah. sometimes they can price things super low and give you a false idea of actually what it would be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, they they sell the twenty one year for two sixty nine, but typically these days you see it for three fifty. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Well, Cole, do you know what we're drinking next week? Uh, that's a good question. Um, can we? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. What we're drinking next week? It's the uh, anniversary episode. That's so, right. I almost tricked you, my friend. Seriously. So um, are we saying what we're drinking? I don't remember what we said. So I'm going to be um, drinking. Well, I, do we do we want to say what we're? Nah, what we're doing? we'll we'll save it as a surprise. I mean, we we can. It's no big deal to say it. So we're each drinking two of our of our favorites, right? Right. So I'll say. Do you want to just go ahead and say? Yeah. It? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Go ahead. Next week I'm going to be drinking uh, Colonel Taylor Cured Oak, and I'm also going to be drinking the Lot Number Forty um, Cast Strength Twelve Year Rye. Rye. Sorry. Nice. Um, I actually I actually changed up what I'm planning on drinking next uh-huh. week. Uh, originally, I told you I was going to do the EHT straight rye, so Colonel Taylor straight rye, uh-huh. and I was also going to do the Four Roses single barrel barrel strength OESQ uh-huh. bourbon. Um, you tell me which one you think I should eliminate based on my new choice, okay? Okay. Um, so I decided that on the year anniversary episode, I want to drink the Adam Song batch one. Nice. I say to kind of remember it and and th- and remember like how it tastes and if it's still as good as we said it was. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, because I have not I have not sipped on that since that episode. Oh, that's funny. Maybe it's like churned a little bit in there. It could be. Yeah. Um. So you said the straight rye and the what was the other one? Four roses, single barrel batch stri- or barrel strength. OESQ. I say. I say get rid of the Colonel Taylor straight rye. That's probably a good idea yeah. because that that blend that I'm going to be drinking has a ton of rye in it. So, yeah. Okay, so I'll do the Four Roses single barrel, barrel strength, OESQ bourbon, and the Adam Song batch one, which is a uh, a blend that I made of several different whis- whiskeys that we tried on the show. Uh, so that's what I'll be drinking um hey cole i'm uh i may be running a little bit late for an appointment do you have any idea what time it is oh i know what time it is it's time for whiskey world news That's right, here on Trill Filtered, at the end of every show, we do Whiskey World News, where we find an article here on the internet, and we read it, we tell you where we find it, tell you the title of it, and we also uh, give credit to the author, because we don't ever want you to think that we're good writers, or that (laughs) we wrote these pieces. (laughs) Uh, uh, Today's uh, episode, no, not episode, today's article is coming from GearPatrol.com. One of the rare articles that Cole sends me that I decide is worthy of Whiskey World News. Uh, Yeah, anyway. Um, Again, it's gearpatrol.com, and uh, the title of the article is How to Talk Bourbon, 11 Slang Terms Every Wannabe Expert Should Know. Maybe I'll learn a thing or two here, Cole. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, The article is written by Will Price. I and, think we've, uh, I think we've had will him before. Price you some whiskey. What? What'd you say? I think he's. Uh, we've had him on the show before in terms of whiskey world news. Right. I. There's only so many people that write about whiskey. I guess. <laughs> All right. Here we go. The beginning of every new hobby goes something like this: figure out you like something, seek more information, become overwhelmed with jargon, take a step back. In industries as old and technical as whiskey making. Lingo abounds. Mash bill, small batch, barrel pick, high wine, high rye, high wine. What is high wine? I have no idea. I don't know. High wine, high rye, distillate, and so on. But at least these words have firm definitions. 
Ever heard of a quote-unquote sleeper car? Ever felt afterbang skiing? How do you respond if a cyclist calls you a Fred? Hobbyist talk is the true enemy of every would-be hobbyist. And bourbon, as with all activities that lend themselves to obsession, is laced with words that make little sense to the outsider. Here's a brief guide on talking bourbon like a bona fide bourbon drinker. Juice. Juice is the bourbon inside a bottle. And Cole, uh, interruption here on the article. I say juice all the time to people when I'm talking about whiskey, and they're like, what? You call it juice? Or or they think that I'm making a joke. (laughs) And I'm like, no, you like that's what you call the juice in the bottle. Yeah. Or the the liquid in the bottle. So keep going. Uh, Okay, so juice is the juice is just juice is just the bourbon inside a bottle. It's used as a means to avoid saying whiskey or bourbon over and over again in conversation. Unicorn. A unicorn, sometimes called a unicorn bottle, is a sought-after bottle of limited edition, hard-to-find bourbon. Or any whiskey. I don't know why they keep saying bourbon. Examples of annually released unicorn bourbons include Old Forester's Birthday Bourbon, Pappy Anything, Four Hmm. Roses Limited Editions, and any bottle in Buffalo Trace's antique collection. Honey Hole. A liquor store that is both rich in prized bottles of bourbon. I'm going to replace bourbon with whiskey. I, they're so <laughs> focused on bourbon. Yeah. Honey Hole, a liquor store that is both rich in prized bottles of whiskey and sells them at or near their retail prices. Most Honey Holes are found on the outskirts of urban areas where they'll receive a city's allocation of high-value whiskey but with far less foot traffic. Honey Barrel. Unrelated to the honey hole, the honey barrel is something of an is something out of old bourbon lore. It is the platonic ideal bourbon barrel, created by an unscientific know it all, know it when you taste it fusion of temperature, rickhouse location, age, distiller, know how, and luck. Fake tan. Though adding artificial caramel coloring to deepen flavor is banned, is a banned practice in the bourbon world, some drinkers insist there are distillers who give their bottle a fake tan. Why? Whiskey goes into a barrel as a clear spirit and comes out somewhere on the yellow, gold, brown spectrum. The longer bourbon ages in a new charred oak cask, the deeper the hue. And seeing as many drinkers still equate age to quality, a deeper color is a desirable trait. Tater or tatter? Tater. Tater. I don't know. T-A-T-E-R. A sign of the times. The the latest word in bourbon whiskey parlance is a tater, an enthusiast who who perpetuates the category's newly found hype culture. Taters are the type to run to liquor stores upon hearing a bottle is getting hot. Like, say, if it won an award or any other thing, maybe Fred Minnick wrote about it, whatever. And they buy a case for the sole purpose of reselling it. For a more complete list of tater moves, check out Tater Talks. Whatever. White Dog, also called White Lightning, White Whiskey, and Hooch. White Dog is a whiskey before it goes into a barrel for aging. It's whiskey right off the still and is called White because it hasn't browned or aged in a barrel. Its flavor is bluntly corn-forward and lacks the depth, sweetness, or tannic body time spent in a barrel provides. Angels share. The wood barrel used to age whiskey uh, is porous, so all those barrels are porous. Bourbon gets inside those pores and over time evaporates into the ether. This process, ether, ether, whatever it is, ether. this process results in the loss of anywhere from 2 to 5% of the total volume of barreled whiskey. That lost whiskey is known as the angel share. The hunt. Used as a general term in collecting vernacular to describe the search for highly coveted bottles. What? Used as a general term in collecting vernacular? Oh, I see. I don't think you needed to define the hunt. It's like uh, (laughs) everybody who collects anything knows what the hunt means. Um, Dusties. Bottles of old, out-of-production booze that's been sitting in a case at the back of the shelf or long buried in someone's liquor cabinet. Hunting dusties is a graduated form of whiskey collecting, a practice that requires foreknowledge of what was made in the past, its value, and of course, where it might be hiding. Flipper. 
just like a sneak sneaker reseller, but oh, a sneaker reseller. Okay, but for whiskey, a flipper buys a bottle and proceeds to sell them on secondary markets like Craigslist, Facebook groups, etc., for profit. And similar sneaker re- and similar to sneaker resellers, bourbon flippers are typically looked down upon by purists. Hmm. So Cole, I'm looking down upon you. But I trade. Yeah, I know. You also sell. Let's be honest. <laughs> to only you have to, to be trade. honest at all costs. I know. Uh, so that's the article. What do you think, Cole? Uh, do you think those are the terms that people should know? Do you think that we should remove any of those terms? Do you think we should add anything? So I wanted to talk about the terms that um, were somewhat actually not not perfectly right in my experience. Uh, the first one, actually, juice. Typically, juice is not so much used as just whiskey. Typically, what I'll hear juice used as is whiskey that's already in a barrel. Um, that's like in the barrel at the moment. Like, like they'll say like this was technically um, like it's you know I don't use juice in the terms of what I'm drinking in my hand. Um, what I'll huh. say is no, juice, I wouldn't either. Yeah, I wouldn't call it in the glass juice, but but you know they said it, once it, it, once it's in the bottle, it's referred to as juice. Yeah, I mean, I could see it that way. I, normally, what I'll hear is like, "This was Stitzel Weller juice," which means it was originally made by Stitzel Weller, and it is now, you know, called this bottle. Like, I don't know, like Blade and Bow or something like like twenty two or something like that. This was see, Stitzel Weller juice. I, I think you're wrong, I, because because they're saying juice once it because they're referring to the bottle in hand. Ah. So, uh. I, I would think that when you're talking about what's in the barrel, you would say this is distillate. Yeah. I mean, I think there's like a fine line. I don't know. In, like, in, and you're kind of right, but like, I kind of think you, I don't use the word juice unless I'm referring to the original distiller. Right. I mean, all, all slang terms are up to the interpretation for of sure. the person using them. So a little bit of this is just, you know, for whatever. Also, fake tan. Um, I've never heard that term ever. Um, but it could be used in a rye because ryes can technically add color, not straight ryes, but, uh, non straight ryes could have color addition. Um, I've never heard the word tater. Um, but I do hear the word flipper, which is kind of similar definition by their thing. And then the angel share isn't always, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that movie. Um, but then, um, I mean, there are also movies, but it was a TV show. That was the theme for the TV show. It was? Yeah. I remember the Elijah Wood movie. Fasting, faster than... What? Elijah Wood was in a flipper movie? Dude, it was like 90s. 90s gold. Wow, I am shocked. It had Paul Hogan in it. It was amazing. Paul? Who's Paul Hogan? Uh, Crocodile Dundee. Oh, sure. Yeah, I am familiar now. Yep. So, but anyway, the angel share two to five percent is. I hate to tear it apart, but usually you'll get a little more than that. Um, sometimes you'll get up. Yeah, to, I thought the same thing. I was like, I don't think that's quite right. Yeah, usually you'll get like anywhere. Sometimes up to like a hundred percent, and I've heard of that, like where they open a barrel and it's dry. <laughs> so I think two to five right. is a little low, but I hate to tear Will Price's um article apart but otherwise yeah some of these things uh were very like dusties um honey hole unicorn white dog all good yeah Yeah. i thought it was good too yeah for the most part Mm -hmm. all right so this has concluded the red breast 12 year cast strength episode of chill filtered um it's very exciting guys uh we are almost upon one year of chill filtered we we are so happy and grateful to be doing this and we'll we'll, uh we'll gush some more next week uh but just want to for sure tell everybody that we're we're happy that you listen and that you're fans and uh that you drink with us on a weekly basis it's nice to have a community of people who are uh you know being cool hey cole once again uh tell our listeners where they can find you on youtube and what you're doing on youtube yeah so our um channel on youtube is chill filtered easy to find but our uh, new um video series is called cocktails with cole and this week we'll be doing something with uh, uh irish whiskey probably this red breast actually so nice do you have any ideas of 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 upcoming like 
cocktails or like what you you know what's the strangest cocktail that you think you could do on on the on the series strangest i don't know but some of the ones that will definitely be coming up will be the sazerac cocktail um the whiskey sour maybe even whiskey sour with multiple styles slash um whiskeys uh we'll be doing a manhattan for sure and uh a boulevard deer or is it boulevardier who knows um but i'll figure that out by that episode um but yeah some of my favorites you did an old-fashioned on the first one and uh you ruined it in my opinion but um that's okay um you used bourbon and uh i'm from wisconsin and we use brandy and and uh that that it pains me when you don't use brandy in an old-fashioned i think what would be interesting is if you grab um if you grab somebody from Arizona, one of your new pals that you've made out there, I suppose, uh-huh. and uh, make them your old fashioned, but then also make them a brandy old fashioned. You know, go find a good Wisconsin recipe and follow that to the T. Yeah, and you compare, you have them drink it and compare it and tell you which one's better. I promise you, it's going to be the brandy old fashioned. Ah, nah, Corbell versus <laughs> Buffalo Trace. <laughs> no, come on, man. That's, I, that's I think where, I will. That's where I it's think- at, and. Yeah, you should definitely do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, listeners, you can always find me doing videos, the Thirsty Thursdays with Adam, but you can only find them on our Patreon Patreon, Patreon <laughs> channel if you go to patreon.com slash chillfiltered. Again, for as little as $1 a month, you can help us grow, and you can also get access to all of the content that we put on there, especially those um, Thirsty Thursdays with Adam episodes and all that good stuff. Um, also, big shout out to all of our Patreon subscribers. I'm trying to remember everybody. It's Caleb Olson, Tim and Sarah Murray. Murray. And then who's the other one? Who's our one of our favorite families? Uh, the Deadlows, Robbie, right. Chelsea, and Amara. The Deadlows. Yes, absolutely. Also, uh, people, you can always go check out our merch if you want some cool, chill-filtered swag. Um, The link for our merch store, online merch store, is in the show notes of this episode right now. You can click that, get some stuff, and send send us a picture. Tag us on Instagram. Uh, You can find us at chill-filtered-podcast on Instagram and all that good stuff. Cole, any last words? No, I'm excited to join all of our listeners next week for the uh, 52nd year anniversary episode. Not 52nd year. One year of Chill Filtered. One full gosh darn year of Chill Filtered. I can't believe it. I hope you all have had a great time this past year, and I hope that you'll tune in next week for our celebration. But most of all, I hope that our love of spirits... Lifted yours. Mm-hmm.